Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. In today's word, the muscle memory of hurt. We have all been hurt before. It's definitely not fun and it's definitely not easy. We have all cried the same tears. Whether it be a loss of a loved one, which is hard and all you hear are people saying, oh, you'll get over it in time, but that's not the case. You'll probably never get over it, but you learn to cope with it. And it's the same with relationships with significant others. And that's where I'm going to actually focus today is on relationships. Often we, we get in these relationships and, and it hurts when they, when we break up, when we lose that person. But we don't realize that when we're when we feel like we're losing someone, it's not that we're losing them. It's actually that we're mourning over what our life would have been with that person. And that's where I feel that oftentimes we get lost in between the mix of things because everyone makes it seem as though it's. It's only about this person. I, I can't believe they left me. I can't believe they broke up with me. But it's all by design. Everything happens for a reason. There are no coincidences. That's why it hurts so badly when we try to hold on to these relationships. And the harder we try to hold on, the more we cause ourselves to suffer because we're holding on to something that isn't meant to last. Some of us may choose to just rush and move on because they want to feel that void. Filling that void isn't going to do anything, but just all it does is suppress the, the hurt. And then someone else has to deal with that as you unload that. And then you're going to get stuck in comparison mode and then it's just going to be a domino effect. And then that's what causes the same thing over and over and over again. And even men, I know a lot of men, because believe it or not, a lot of my clientele are males. And they always feel as though they have to be strong and they can't admit that they're hurt as well. Men have feelings too. And I remember specifically one gentleman said that he was, he was previously married, I think he said about seven years ago. And when he spoke about his marriage and he kept saying what was wrong now, he says that I do everything. I pour everything into these females and they don't give anything back. They don't even give me compliments. And I asked him, I said, what do you want? And he said, what do you mean? I said, what do you want? What do you want out of a relationship? And he said, oh, well, I mean, I ain't trying to get married or nothing. I said, there you go. There's your first problem. You're lying. <laughs> I'm, you're not dating me. You came to me. I'm trying to help you, guide you in the right direction. What do you want? And he said, well, I'm just, I, I just really want somebody to just chill with and, and go to the movies, go on vacation. and do the, I said, well, that kind of, to me, sounds like you want a relationship that leads to marriage. And often we get stuck in that muscle memory. We get stuck in that muscle memory and 
we're so caught up on what is this other person going to think? So I'm going to pretend that I don't want what I actually do want. That pretending gets you nowhere. That's why it takes healing to realize what you do want, especially after you've been married. If you've been married and you're ready to move on, great. But nine times out of 10, you probably aren't. You need time to recover. You have to go through that recovery period. Even sometimes we might go through what they actually call um, uh, spontaneous recovery. And that's with the person you were originally with. When you see them again, all the old feelings come back and then you feel as though, oh my gosh, this is going to work. This is really going to work this time. And it never really does. That's the difference between a spontaneous recovery is you have to give yourself time to recover, but you can't go back, especially if it was a bad ending. If it was a bad ending, you have to ask yourself, when you get ready to go back, if that's what you choose to do, you have to go back with boundaries. You have to have certain guards up. You have to be able to tell them what exactly it is that you want. Or even with someone new, what is it that you want? Stop sugarcoating things. We get so stuck in what society says. 30 days for this. No contact rule for this. Make sure you wait 90 days for this. 60 days for this. And it's all about rules and restrictions. Who wants a relationship like that? Where does it end with these games? It ends in psychological warfare. That's exactly where it ends. And that's why we live in our heads so much. And we're constantly thinking about what the other person is thinking before we even get started with a new person. Before we even get started with this new relationship, we're already in the mindset of like this imposter syndrome. It's like as if we brace ourselves. We brace ourselves for impact. Like, I know something's going to go wrong. They're going to think this or they're going to probably end up doing this because I know that's what always happens. And then those negative thoughts come in. And then, of course, we start manifesting those negative thoughts as usual. And so, of course, that's exactly what we attract because that's exactly what we're thinking. And the imposter syndrome is is. It's deep rooted. It's it, it even could come from generations. That's why they call it generate uh, breaking generational curses. I know people hear that word curse and then they like, oh, no, that's demonic. But it's not just for example, if you say, oh, this is the first person who ever graduated in our family, then that's breaking a generational curse. And that's how it is now. You have to break that imposter syndrome. You can't be perfect. All you can do is be who you are. You're going to make mistakes. But the person you get with has to be there through those mistakes for you, for all of us. Especially when we feel lonely, when we feel lonely, we get desperate and we tend to just, well, I'm just going to deal with it because I'm afraid of being alone. Then that's when you go down the road of codependency. I'm just going to stay here and go with the flow until something better comes along. Now you're putting that other person, you're making that other person a placeholder. You're doing the exact same thing that they're doing to you. 
you're complaining about what they're doing to you, but at the same time, you're doing it to them and you're not even realizing that you're doing that. That person has now become a placeholder because you're holding out for something new to just walk into your life. So that's where we have to start being honest with ourselves. What do you want? If you want to be married, express that. Express that to your significant other. Look, I'm tired of going with the flow. I want to be married by this amount of time or by this date or this year or whatever the case may be. Don't sit and allow someone to waste your time. Don't sit and I'm just going with the flow. No, you have to know what you want. You know the desires of your heart because God gave you those desires of your heart. Don't be ashamed of the desires just because society is telling you to play the game. I understand that you can't wear your heart on your sleeve. No, of course not. You definitely want to guard your heart. But you also can't lie to yourself and keep attracting what it is that you don't want when you know exactly what you want. So you have to stop lying to yourself or give yourself time to actually heal and realize that other people cannot fill a void because you haven't healed from that wound from someone else. Until you do the proper healing on your own, literally not one person is going to fill that void because you're going to be stuck in comparison mode and everything that that person does, they're never going to be able to do right in your eyes. Everything that they do is going to be wrong. And then now you're punishing this other person for something that they did. They had absolutely nothing to do with. We all hurt but we cannot place our hurt on someone else. We can't make someone else a punching bag because we're hurt. We have to do the proper work. I know at times it feels as though we're never going to find what we're looking for. And loneliness creeps in and we say to ourselves, I just want a companion. I just miss companionship. But then that companionship that you're missing because you haven't healed properly turns into meaningless relationships, or I can't even call it a relationship, I guess relations. Some people end up in those friends with benefits relations. And then you really end up hurt because they're meaningless. At the end of the day, we all want someone to love. We want someone to come home to. Someone that we can actually share our secrets with, we can open up to, we actually can be vulnerable with. We're often always just putting this mask on as we're tough instead of being who we truly are. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone deserves to be loved. Don't run from your desires be honest with your desires. The Lord gave us our desires. He gave us the desires of our hearts. So don't run from them out of fear. If someone leaves you, that means they're not meant for you. A lot of times that's what else we do. We, we hold back what it is that we're really wanting. We say, yeah, I'm just trying to go with the flow. I'm going to just let it happen. Let it fall into place. Be honest. And if you have a fear of, well, if I'm honest, they're probably going to leave me, then that means that they're not for you. And there's no point in wasting your time. 
That's the best thing about being honest. Hey, I'm looking for marriage. And if they, if that scares them off, that means they weren't, they, they were not meant for you. You should be able to have a conversation about marriage without feeling fear of the other person is going to run away or they're not going to want this or how am I going to bring this to them? You should be absolutely comfort, comfortable with your significant other. If you don't have communication, you have absolutely nothing. You must have proper communication. God also speaks about not being anxious. Don't be anxious for anything. Because being anxious, first of all, you're not allowing God to do his work. You're not allowing him to do his job. You're trying to go ahead of God. And when you move outside of that, then what happens? Everything in your life starts to mess up. Now you're in all this turmoil because now you got the rules of relationships. You got the false prophecies. They're telling you to manifest this. They're telling you to manifest that. And you get lost. You got to manifest. You got to go home, write this down 22 times a day for 21 days. And then you got to go and do this and light a candle. What? Okay. First of all, that's entirely too much. Second of all, you have to understand it's also psychological. That's why they say it takes 21 days to break a habit, 21 days to create a habit. So anything that you want to manifest is going to come, it's going to come to, uh, into fruition, but you have to allow it without distractions, whether you're scripting or not, because scripting does work because it, it creates better brain memory. You know what I mean? That way it comes, it actually, you start to believe it when you write it down as well. But just like when you start working out, for instance, if you're working out for three weeks, now it's becoming a habit. Now you're feeling amazing. But when that fourth and fifth week comes and you take off, you say, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and take it easy. And I'm going to take off a day or two. And then that day or two turns into three or four. Then it turns into five and six and so forth. And then now you've created that distraction and you completely lost balance. So now you're, you lost it. You're not manifesting that weight loss like you wanted because you lost it, but you were doing fine for that 21 days. You were going amazingly strong, but now you're not. Don't get caught up in these false prophecies of doing things a certain way. Go to God. God will tell you absolutely everything. Even those of you who feel as though I've done so much wrong, God's going to leave me because you do have false prophets out here that will tell you God is going to leave you if you do wrong. But you have to understand that he always says, I will leave you nor forsake you no matter what. Even those who feel that I've been doing everything that God has told me to do. And now I feel like I'm being ignored or that he forgot about me. He didn't forget about you. He's allowing you to learn. He's allowing you time to see. He's got to test you. Do you trust me? Just like when you tell a child, this is hot. The difference between hot and cold. You run a little bit of warm water and you let them put their hand in it. That way they can feel it. Because you have to let them learn. You can't just tell them what hot is and then they never know what it is because then they'll never learn. You have to allow them to learn exactly what it is. And that's exactly what God is doing. That's why you're going to keep meeting the same exact person with a different face. Whether it's a narcissist, whether it's just someone who just keeps hurting you, whatever it is, until you do the proper work, you're going to keep meeting the same exact people. That's why history keeps repeating itself because you refuse to change. Without change, 
you will never get what you want. You have to incorporate change. Just give all your worries and fears to God. He is our provider, whether it be for food, clothes, shelter, emotional, psychological, and spiritual. You got to go to him. All of those needs he will take care of. He is our provider. If a relationship or a marriage is something that you really want, go to God and tell him that's what you really want and allow him to lead you in the right direction. Stop trying to figure everything out yourself. That's where we have to stop. We always try to go ahead of God. This is what I want. So I'm just going to go out here and go get it. You can't do it. You got to just ask him. That's why he says you got to have faith as small as a mustard seed. That's all you got to do is just say, God, Lord, I need your help. Look at the way the world is right now. You look at China, India, Japan, look all the, what the, the flooding, the hail, like it's complete disasters all over. You still have the war going on. Our food, uh, we have this food shortage going on. Don't you want to be with someone that's actually worth a while that someone who actually really wants to be there with you. We have no idea what we're facing and what we're going to be coming up against here in the future. So it's time to start being honest with yourselves. It's time to start putting God first. Look at, look at Steve Harvey and Denzel Washington, two excellent motivational speakers. The number one thing that they always speak about in order to maintain where they are at in life. They always say, you got to, you must put God first. We're all human. We're all going to slip and, and, and fall here or there. But God's always right there as long as you keep him in the forefront, period. So follow that. Understand if you want this prosperous life, no matter what prosperity or what type of abundance you want, whether it be wealth, whether it be love, whatever, whether it be job opportunities, whatever it is, you have to put God first. A lot of us have this distrust towards men or women. And although we believe in true love, the very thought of never finding it is what is absolutely the most unbearable feeling ever. And we all have experienced that feeling. And if you haven't, you probably will. Unless you're fortunate enough to just find your soulmate when you were young and then great, you're absolutely blessed. But for those of us who are single and you have the spirit of loneliness, you learn to get through it. You learn to realize I have to let go. I have to heal in order to allow God to let me be where I want to be. God gave me these desires for a reason. So I have to allow him to do the work for these desires. I don't know if any of you have ever seen um, Joan of Arc, but, and how she became a saint, you know, cause she trusted in the Lord so much. She kept seeing those. I mean, she absolutely refused to let go of her faith and she, and that's what they did. They defeated the other, the other side, but she allowed the devil towards the end. She allowed the devil to confuse her. When I think, what's his name? Uh, I know him as Rain Man. 
I forget his name, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman played the devil in that movie. And he kept confusing her. He kept playing mind games with her saying, well, God didn't tell you to do this. You, you started killing these men just simply because you wanted to. And she started allowing the devil in. And she said, she asked, she said, God, why have you forsaken me? And then that was completely letting the devil completely take over her mind. Because you must understand is that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And the devil is the master of confusion. And we will feel at times, maybe it's just not for me. I don't know why. I don't know why I even want this. Maybe it's just not for me. But don't give up. Never give up. You have to fight. Fight those negative thoughts. Fight those voices. Fight that confusion that the devil is giving you. Because that's what he wants. He, the last thing he wants is for you to become who the Lord wants you to be. The devil does not want you to walk in your soul's purpose. He does not want you to have that ordained marriage. He doesn't want you to have any of those things. That's why all those thoughts come up and they start creeping up because that's what he doesn't want. He wants you to be confused. He wants you to start doubting. He wants you to be distracted. So stop lying. Stop lying to yourselves. Ask yourself, what do I want? What do I really want? And go after what you really want. Because the very person that you really want is out there. But you can't be afraid to reach for it. You can't be afraid to reach out. If you hide your heart, no matter how badly it has been hurt, because trust me, I know that pain. I know how deeply another person can hurt you. But it's something that you have to experience in order to find what it is that you really want. You gain self-respect. You gain self-value. You value yourself. The waiting sucks, but it's like, at least now I know that I'm waiting on something great. And I will find it or it will find me. So don't let your past hurts keep you from finding what it is that you really want. Keep it, keep you from going after what it is you really want. Want. Don't get stuck in that imposter syndrome and start bracing yourself for the negative because you feel that you're going to mess up. Nothing, no one is perfect. Literally no one. But if you really know what you want, go after it. Don't do what society tells you to do. If that's what you choose, fine. But all you got to do is go with God. God lives in us. The Holy Spirit literally lives in us. Starts with the heart, remains with the heart, and it ends with the heart. Those desires that you're wanting are from God. God gave you those very desires, no matter what they are. Go after it. Again, I'm Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. Be sure to book your one-on-one at soulhealer1777.net or call in, share your experiences. Everyone's going through some type of adversity. 463-269-5142. Stay blessed.